The work of this church in the world is realized through the generous financial support of all who call this place home. Along with the gifts and time and talent, ours is a shared ministry. You have a role to play here. Church membership is open to all. For more information, go to uusf.org. morning. Because there's so few of you, you have to be very loud. That's better. Good morning. I'm going to guess some people are watching the Warriors game this morning. Understandable. So good morning, everyone. My name is Allison Jacks. I'm the Associate Minister at First Unitarian Universalist Church here in San Francisco, and a special welcome to you all. 
Um, if you are a first-time visitor here in the sanctuary and are comfortable raising your hand, we'd love to give you a special welcome. Welcome! You might get some applause. We like to do that. Glad to have you here. And if you're joining us for the first time uh, on our live stream, a special welcome to you as well. Please say hello in the chat, and Joe Chapeau will be happy to assist you if you have any questions. So it's May Day. Happy May Day to everyone. In ancient traditions, this day was considered the first day of summer. So while we now wait until June, I think we can all say it's starting to feel like summer, so that feels very good. And it's also back in 1889, who knows the answer to this one? It became, yes, International Workers' Day. Very good, everybody. So happy May Day to the workers, to the worshipers, to everyone here. We're so glad to have you with us. Um, if you are uh, reading the order of service at home here or online, uh, there's a lot of wonderful announcements about information and information about events coming up, uh, programming opportunities, ways to get connected to our church. Uh, if you have not yet, please fill out the connections form, which you can do online, and that will help you get set up to receive our weekly e-newsletter, The Flame, and our monthly Flame Plus, which comes out in the first week of each month, and we hope you will take, take a look at and partake in any of the uh, programs and events that we have to offer. So it would be great to have you join us for those. Um, I do want to say a special plug, you'll hear more about this later, but the All Church Retreat is coming, and we love having you there. So you'll hear a special welcome about the retreat, but just know that's one event that's coming up. So today's service, we are celebrating the end of our Sunday School program this year and giving a special thanks to our teachers. We're going to have a cake and cider celebration out in the courtyard afterwards, and we hope you will join us for that. I want to thank our uh, assistants in making worship today. As I like to say, it is a collaborative effort. Um, so I want to thank our amazing AV team that makes sure that the live stream is up and people are participating uh, online and can feel like they're a part of the service. Um, I want to thank Joe Chapeau, who again is managing our chat on live stream, so please reach out to Joe, say hello to Joe, he'd love to, he'd love to be in touch with you. I want to thank our choir, our beautiful choir, way up there in the choir loft, they're waving, they're waving, we love them. And thanks to Mark for leading our choir this morning. Special thanks to Reverend Vanessa Southern, our senior minister at church, and our worship associate this morning, Richard Davis Lowell. It's, it's delightful to be doing worship with you today. As we've done since the start of pan the pandemic, we light our blue candle. This is a way of bringing our spirits and hearts together, those of you here in the sanctuary, those of you at home. It's a way to... Take a moment and be grateful for this day and this time we get to share together as we enter into worship. I invite you now in body or spirit to rise to sing our opening hymn, number 347, Gather the Spirit.
Will you join me in our chancel lighting? The words are printed in your bulletin. We light this chalice for the light of the truth, the warmth of love, and the fire of commitment. We light this symbol of our faith as we gather together. Good morning, everybody. On yet another gorgeous day in paradise, such as our fate as citizens of this great city, lovely to have everybody here, those joining on live stream and all the beautiful human beings in this space. As Allison said, there's a connections form for those of you who are joining us for the first time so that we can send you our Wednesday email with some of what's coming up in the next week. And so I want to begin this moment of invitation to let you know that each week during staff meeting, we go through the past week and updates from Sunday. And then we have a part that's called, not brief invitations, but preparation for these things you'll be invited to, what's called What's Coming Up. And we were sitting in staff meeting this week and we thought we really should share with you what we do to kick off that part so you feel some of the excitement that we feel each week thinking about all of these events. And we just want to give advance credit to Diana Ross um, and Sheik who we, we use to inspire us every week. So, you ready? What's coming up? I want the world to know. I got to let it show. What's coming up? I want the world to know. I got to let it show. Brings me back, yeah. So you can see why we get excited. So it's, you know, what's coming up, I'm coming up, there's a new me coming around, you know. I hope you bring that spirit to all of the invitations of what is here in this community, spiritual deepening, service, times to be together in community. And among the things that are coming up, Robert, do you wanna tell us about one of them? Come on down to the disco pulpit. Good morning, everyone. My name is Robert Jumanville, and I've been a member of this church since 2018. And as Allison said, summer is approaching. And with that, that means the all-church retreat is here. So yes, after two long years of pandemic, we are back together this Memorial Day at the CYO camp in Sonoma County. So whether you're a first timer or a long time attendee, I encourage you all to come join us. 
So as I would also add that for, for my family, when we joined this church several years ago, we found it a wonderful way to get to know the church much better, um, to meet people, and to really just have fun. Because at the end of the day, retreat is a way of doing church differently, right? With a special focus on fun and on the outdoors. So we have games, we have puzzles, we have swimming, we have canoeing, we have campfire, workshops, archery, oh yeah, and s'mores. So, and a talent show, that's right. <laughs> so meals are included. You can find community when you want it. And solitude is just a walk in the woods away. Retreat is for all ages, both the young and the young at heart. So bring your whole family and join us. We'll be glad to see you. Woo! Yes, so this Sunday too, just note that the Pagan Interest Circle is going to be leading a celebration, a Maypole dancing that's part, happening outside too at 1230. There are some things that are harder to participate in if you're not actually bodily here. We have our lures to get you back if you're within geographic luring distance. We have a bunch of other opportunities to find out more about what's going on with our budget and uh, ongoing practices for your spiritual life. I also want to let you all know two additional things. One is to just note that today at 2 o'clock will be the memorial service for Robert Lane. And so those of you who can join us for that service of celebration of life, um, we invite you right back here, and that the service for Trudy Lionel has been scheduled uh, for June 9th at 6 p.m. That's a Thursday, so please put that on your calendars. And as a final announcement, this weekend, and actually carrying through until Wednesday when there's going to be a public worship service that's available, and I will have us post something on our Facebook page so you can very easily access this, although you can access it online through their website too. Our organization, denominational organization, DRUM, which stands for Diverse Revolutionary Unitarian Universalist Multicultural Ministries, is leading a whole bunch of programming to enrich our lives. And the service on Wednesday is entitled, You Can Count on This with Guest Preachers, Reverend Tyler, Tyler Coles of Virginia, and musical artist Dr. Zenaida Robles. Um, and Well Lang of California, and that's going to take place at 8.30 p.m., although I will double-check the time and make sure. That's Eastern time, right? So for us, that's 5.30 p.m. So our offering this morning is going to be taken, ignore your order of worship, and put in there um, that it's going to be taken for drum to support their ministries and work that enriches all of our lives as Unitarian Universalists. So when it's time for the offering this morning, I appreciate in advance your generosity and support of DRUM, and we will post on Facebook more about these upcoming events, particularly the worship on Wednesday, but the organization, so you can find out more, and we'll put some more material in the order of worship <clears throat> next week, too, so it'll be available. So thank you in advance for your generosity and support of that shared ministry of our denomination. And now... Please take a moment, greet those near you with a hug or an elbow bump as we 
connect to one another with a moment of greeting before we say our covenant. Oh. So I just found out that our children think that the What's Coming Up song is from Trolls. So we have some additional religious education to do at home tonight, parents. It is from Trolls, but has a longer, richer history that goes back further in time. time for our covenant.
So will you join me in our spoken covenant, followed by our sung doxology. Both are printed in your bulletin. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its prayer. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in freedom, and to help one another. I've got this on. <laughs> so confusing. So today marks the conclusion of our Sunday school program for the church year. It has been two years since we've been able to hold this celebration in person here in the sanctuary due to COVID. And it is good to be back in community together to celebrate our amazing teachers and volunteers our children and youth and our parents. Today we are talking about transitions, a time of change, and this is certainly true for our Sunday School program. After two years of virtual learning, we return to the church this fall to resume in-person in classes in September. No small thing. I want to thank our parents, the members of the Family Ministry Committee for helping steer the process and to our amazing COVID advisory team for their guidance and support throughout the year. We do have much to celebrate. And first, I want to thank all our children and youth for being part of this year's program. Some of you I didn't see during the entire pandemic. You've all grown so much. Thank you for showing up, even when some of you may have preferred to stay home. Thank you for your energy, your laughter, your curiosity. You bring life into this church, and we love that. And I cannot express enough how much I have loved being part of your lives. I am and will remain your biggest fan. I want to thank our volunteers this year. We appreciate your time and dedication, your care and commitment. It was special this year to include two of our ninth graders, Davia and Lucas, as part of our junior assistant teacher program. Because of your leadership, creativity, and commitment, 
I think this will be a model we'll continue to grow here at our church. I hope so. I also want to thank our incredible family ministry committee who have worked so hard these last couple of years to keep our families connected and supported. I've learned so much from you, each of you, and I'm so, so grateful for your leadership. And finally, to our lead teachers. Seven years ago, we began an experiment with our Sunday school program. The idea was that a lead teacher would provide a steady presence in the classroom, support volunteers and parents. It began as an experiment with stops and starts along the way, but it quickly became a model for Sunday school. Its success is due to our incredible team of lead teachers who I have had the privilege of working with these many years. I will have a little more to say about each of them in a minute. But after seven years, each of you, each of our leads is heading off for new adventures. Jobs, school, moves to the East Coast, or just taking time to enjoy a Sunday on their own. With their retirement, we will try a new experiment in the fall under the leadership of our Family Ministry Committee and our new minister, Reverend Laura Shenham. For today's recognition, I would like to first invite up our Family Ministry Committee. So those of you who are here, would you please rise and join us on the chancel? Courtney Young-Law, our chair for our committee. Simi Cover, who's coming up right now and just come to the center, center of the chancel. Harry Morin. Where's Sarah? Is Sarah Faree in the room? Oh, good, there she is. So thank you, and we have gifts for you. And uh, not with us are Jeff Cookston. Am I missing anyone? Just Jeff? Is he the only one that's not with us? Yeah, so Jeff Cookston. So for you, we have roses, like they do on The Bachelor, only ours are chocolate and way sweeter. <laughs> thank you. So I'm going to have you guys just step back. Stay, stay up, stay up. Just step back to the chancel. There you go. There you go. Next, I'd like to invite our volunteers. I know not all of them are here today, but if Davia Foray and Lucas Keeley, our junior assistant teachers, are in the house, we'd love to have you come up. Well, they're going to get roses. Are they here? Oh, Davia, come on up. Come on up. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo! Come on up. Come on the center. Yep. Vanessa has a rose for you, a tasty chocolate rose. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Um, I'd also like to invite Sam King, who's worked with our neighboring faith class. Sam, I think you're here in the room. Yes. And our OWL team, uh, Miriam Picaro Wood is sitting in the back with her son. So uh, Miriam, you can come up now or wait, but she's in the back of the room. So let's cheer for her because she's in because she's with her little boy. And also Kirsten Hove and Simi Cover. Vanessa's making sure I look tidy up here. So I think Miriam's coming up. So we'll wait till Miriam, or maybe not. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. We'll bring the rose to you. We'll bring the rose to you. So thanks to our volunteers. Again, this is a kind of bringing volunteers back into the church this year, and so we're grateful for those who were able to be part of this year's program. We so appreciate it.
I next want to invite up Bernasia Cates and Venus Chan, who was going to be here today, but she wound up getting a bit of a tummy ache, so she's not able to join us. Venus and Bernasia are our assistant teachers for the pre-K class. They've been with us for many years. Thank you for your dedication to our young children and their families, and I'm happy to share with you that Venus and Bernasia will continue next year serving as, yeah, serving as co-leaders for our children, Chalice Children class. And I have for, ooh, Bernasia, this is a little special gift for you. Spend it wisely, <laughs> or foolishly, depending on what you want to do. So now finally to our lead teachers, and I'm gonna ask them just to come up as a group, but I'm gonna ask them to align themselves according to their grade. So first, Sarah Beth Chiancini, and I have things to say about each of them. So wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let, let's get them all up first. Sarah Beth Chiancini, Christine Patch Lindsay, Marigold Birch, Hillary Buffum, who's working really hard to drive down from Grass Valley after a wedding yesterday, so she might be here for the party, but she's here in spirit. And finally, Audrey McDougall. So I'd like to have you, no, you guys, be in the front. Get your due. Okay, so, Sarah Beth Chiancini, SB as many of us call her, was on staff when I started working here at the church. And you have built an incredible childcare program and helped raise uh, so many of our babies here at the church. Sarah Beth and her team dedicated themselves to create a warm, safe, and welcoming environment for our young ones and their parents. Thank you for your circle time, for bubble time, for train time. Thank you for chalice time when everyone gets to be a part of blowing out the chalice light. Next, Christine Patch Lindsay. Christine has been part of our Sunday School program for over 20 years. She was a volunteer teacher for 15 years and part of our lead teacher program from its inception. Chris Christine has a gift for working with young children. You are crafty, kind, and super caring, and you don't mind getting into the dirt when it comes to teaching our children the values and principles of Unitarian Universalism. And I've seen that dirt under her nails, so I, I can tell you that's there. We love your hats, your generous smile, and all the special ways you brought your magic to Sunday school. Marigold Birch. I will never forget the phone call that you left inquiring about the position for lead teacher. I only had to hear your voice and I wanted to hire you. <laughs> that was four years ago, but it feels like you've been part of the team since the very beginning. Marigold brings her love of spirituality, humor, and inquiry into the classroom. You are a mystic and a lover of wonder. And we'll never forget the joy of our last two rites of passage classes, which you were leading. And we are never, ever going to give you up. <laughs> Hillary, who's not here, but please imagine her in her beautiful long hair and underneath her mask, her big smile and her just sweet beautifulness. 
So as I said, she was unable to join us this morning for this wedding, but I just want to say there are some lead teachers that go back and then some that go way, way, way back. I have known Hillary all of her life. Yeah, I remember when she was just a little baby. Um, I've watched her grow up in the church and in the process become a leader and a gifted teacher. She is, has a wild creative streak and she loves to play. She is inventive in her teaching, bringing love of ritual and meaning making to her work. And if you want to Zoom cook with her, and I know there's some people in the house here who Zoom cooked with her, let her know. She has a really good time doing that. And finally, to Audrey McDougall. Audrey and I first met at a cafe on Guerrero Street seven years ago when she applied to be a lead teacher. Audrey grew up in the UU Church in Rochester, New York, and came to us with a love of church in her heart. You have brought that love of church to our neighboring faiths, our OWL, and YRUU youth these last seven years. You understand the importance of building bonds, creating safe space, and the value of ritual making and listening deeply. It is no surprise to me that while working here, you earned your social work degree. And while the Andreasen Murphy family moved to Portland, Oregon last year, and if you're out there listening, Summer and Tiger and Grayson and Indigo, we love you. I do want to thank Summer Andreasen for her six years as a lead teacher. We do miss you. And I'm so grateful for your creativity, your laughter, and your gift for creating curriculum. I proudly wear my embroidered compass that you made for me six years ago on my stole. It keeps me pointed in the right direction. And I also want to thank, uh, oh, where is he? Where are you? His first name just left my head, Waterman. Help me. What? Waterman. Matthew? Say it again. Matthew. Matthew. Oh, God, Matthew. This is what 65 looks like. Oh my goodness. Matthew Waterman, who was part of our lead teacher program as well. He was involved with our youth group and coming of age program. And I'm delighted to have you here with us this morning too. So I cannot express my gratitude to each of you. We have laughed, we have cried, and we have supported each other. We have eaten lots of pizza together. We have learned from each other and in the process built lasting and loving friendships. You have changed the church, and you will be missed. But your legacy lives on in the children and parents who will call this church home in the years ahead. And so as a gift to you, I'm going to hand them out first. So this is Marigold. That has the M on it. And this is, ooh, this one doesn't have its, so I'll fit. this is Christine. This is Hillary, who's not here. This is uh, Sarah Beth. Yep, and this is Audrey. It's a, we, if, 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 we've, if I've mixed them up, it's like, you know, don't worry, don't worry. Some of them have your little tags on them. I think, they're, I think I've got them right. There's cards in there, and you'll know if I got, if I got it wrong. So as guys, guys, 
I'm presenting to you. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, so here you have a rucksack, which you can carry with you on your next adventure. Inside is a giant, if you want to take them out, go ahead, Turkish beach towel, monogrammed so you won't lose it. <laughs> and a fantasy novel to help you with the transition. May it provide hours of enjoyment and escapism. So let's give them, all of them, rounds of applause. I'm gonna hug you all later. So this is my last um, Teacher Appreciation Sunday. And so I now wanna invite all the kids and the parents up because we're gonna do a family photo for my scrapbook. So uh, any of the children, we'd love to have you come up with your parents and Iggy, who is Vanessa's godson, is in the house. Where, where are you, Iggy? I can't, oh, there you are, he's right there. He's gonna be our photographer, so come on up. Come on, don't be shy, don't be shy. Yeah, come on up. You're coming. No. We want the world to know. Hit it, Jonathan, no. Everybody look to Iggy. What should we say? Uh, cheese, pizza. Cheese, pizza. cheese pizza. Cheese pizza, everybody. And I realize the kids are like way behind. Can I get the kids to come out in front? They're like hiding. Get back up in front. I know. I know you hate this. I know you hate this. But this is the last time with me. Come on. Do it for Allison. There you go. Woo. There you go. There we go. There we go. They're all smiling under those masks, I promise you. <laughs> Cheese pizza! Woo! All right. Yeah. So we're now going to sing you out. And we are so grateful. Our kids are going to head up to class for their final class. And there's going to be a cake and cider celebration. Are you excited? Yes. For cake. Hello. Uh, yeah. Cake. Yeah. Cake, cake, cake. Great. All right, kids and teachers, we're going to let you head on your way. And parents, thank you for being up here with us for the picture. Thank you all. I love you. I love you. Oh. Okay, Mark, hit it. Okay.
Life is always about some ending and some beginning. Dawn and dusk, spring and summer, summer fall, birthdays, anniversaries of marriage or of loss, first day of school, and that graduation ending, beginning, we so rightly ceremonial call, ceremonially call commencement. Time, it just marches on, and we human beings in the midst of it mark its passage with real and symbolic moments that speak of change and that also help us to step into change. So in that spirit, I invite us to sink into or ground into wherever we are right now, whether it's here in the sanctuary, wherever you are at home, but also wherever you are spiritually. Do whatever it is to help you feel rooted, to pause, invite yourself into a space that's reflective. Spirit of life, God, we know and name in so many ways, though you are beyond naming and knowing fully. Spirit of life and of love that moves through us and connects us to one another and to all that is. We open ourselves to gratitude. And we do so knowing it's so easy to see what is not in our lives, what we do not have or what we cannot be in a moment. And so we choose to look for the abundance of blessings that we have and that we are. We open ourselves to gratitude for what has been shared with us, for Allison and our teachers and our children this day, the parents that bring their children and their youth, the elders, who stand ready to be honorary aunts and uncles and grandparents and friends, the community that we choose to be together, that we make together. We open ourselves in anticipation and gratitude for all those who will join us in this fluid life of making community in the year and in the years to come. And this morning, we hold space for all the transitions in our lives. 
whatever those changes are that we find ourselves in the midst of, whatever endings we are marking, we're stepping into a new beginnings that are a part of our lives or are just about to be a part of our lives. For each of us, we ask blessings and open ourselves with a receptive heart to these moments and seasons and days of change as they manifest for each of us. For those of us in times of ending, we bless all that that ending can mean, all that we have to hold in the midst of it. We hold the expectation or the reality of new beginnings and all that might mean or require of us. All it opens up for us to step into. And we give thanks for all that holds us now and always as we journey through this time and all times of change and transformation. For all that is our lives, in gratitude, we pray. Amen. Our reading today is from the book Transitions, Making Sense of Life's Changes by William Bridges. To become something else, you have to stop being what you are now. To start doing things a new way, you have to end up, you have to end the way you're doing them now and develop a new attitude or outlook. You have to let go of the old. We resist transition not because we can't accept the change, but because we can't accept letting go of that piece of ourselves that we have to give up, 
and because the situation has changed. Change is situational. Transition, on the other hand, is psychological. It's not those events, but rather the inner reorientation and self-redefinition that you have to go through in order to incorporate any of those changes into your life. Without a transition, a change is just a rearrangement of the furniture. Unless transition happens, the change won't work because it doesn't take. Transition always starts with an ending. Our offering today goes to support the work and ministries of drum, diverse, revolutionary, unitarian, multicultural ministries.
going to get my glasses on. Thank you, choir. That was beautiful. This has been a year of endings. Some surprising, some unexpected, many delightful, all a bit bittersweet. I am ending my time as an active minister and as associate minister of our congregation. I won't organize another waffle breakfast <laughs> or lead a Hanukkah chapel. The hanging of the greens at services will go on without me. I will miss answering the rites of passage questions for the service and cheering on our coming of agers. Today, I wrap up 10 years of leading our Sunday school program and working with our amazing volunteers and lead teachers. This is just a few of the things on my things I will miss list. Together, we moved more than furniture. Now it's time for us to prepare for our ending and make space for transition. Easier said than done, and like I said, bittersweet. William Bridges says that before we can begin a transition, we need to understand our way of coping with endings. Some endings are easy to accept. It was the right time. Others are too painful and we resist them or brush them aside, not wanting to appear too emotional. What preparations are needed to have a good ending or as good as possible? I'll admit, endings haven't always been easy for me. When I was nine, our family moved to the town, next town over. The same year, our Unitarian Universalist Church merged with another nearby congregation, an effort to save money and pool resources. In the span of two months, I lost two homes. My parents and the church elders made prudent decisions, but the impact of those endings left their mark. Over the course of our lives, we've all experienced different kinds of endings, happy, bitter, sad, expected and unexpected, powerful, tragic, timely, and sometimes perfect. And nature, ever the teacher, shows us that things do naturally come to an end, like that leaf on a tree. Endings aren't always easy. But preparing ourselves for change is important. We need not to hold too tight and learn to let go. Now, letting go may be natural, but to be honest, I can be a stubborn leaf and hold on too tight to the branch. I like the familiar, the known, the patterns and practices, the rituals and the rites of passage. I think that's true for many of us. Over the last 10 years, the last 30 years I've been part of this church have been some of the most important and meaningful of my life. 
I've been part of our children's lives, parents' lives, your lives, and it's changed me. And I'm keenly aware that my leaving will change the church in some ways. You won't have to put up with my goofy hats, my crazy glasses, and those puppets, hopeful and joyful. But deep down, I, I know you're going to miss them. Over the years, we've done more than moving the furniture. But speaking of furniture, let me tell you a story. I've been working with a retirement coach, Linda, who is a colleague, a UU minister on the East Coast, who is part of the coaching program offered by the UU Ministers Association. For over a year, we've met monthly talking about the process of endings and transitions, making room for new beginnings. When we first met, Linda asked if there was an image that captured my feeling about retirement. Now, not to sound too cliche, cliche, I told her about a rocking chair. But not just any rocking chair, a wicker rocking chair that sat on the porch of a house in Maine where we spend time in the summer. I spent hours in that chair, rocking in time, watching the tide come and go on the Kennebec River. Sometimes it is about the furniture, but there's always more to the story. William Bridges talks about five Ds associated with endings and letting go. The process reminds me of a rocket ship heading into space and slowly the booster rockets go bef before it fi ultimately finds its orbit. And so we begin with disengagement. When we stop the old signals from being received, Next week, the staff will meet to map out the new church here. I will be present, but not part of the plan. Next comes dismantling. Dismantling means that for a time, I will no longer be a part of the we of church. Then there is de-identification. I stop being an associate minister and I begin to form a new identity, that of retired minister, but, but what else? Cue rocking chair, please. Letting go also requires us to unlearn, to become disenchanted with the way things used to be try to loosen the grip on, this is the way we always do it. And finally, disorientation, a time of nothingness, a time when we may experience old fears and feelings of abandonment and loss. Hard as it may be, we will all make our way through the big Ds. Hard steps, but necessary, even natural, 
Moving through them allows you to recognize an ending and make room for what comes next in the life of the church and allows me to take the, to create my life outside the church. It is a time for you and me to see ourselves in a new light. To become something else, we must stop being what we are now and make room for doing things in a new way. Now, my final service won't be until June 12th, and we're going to have a wonderful time, and there's going to be a great celebration, and I hope you will all be here for that. That would mean a lot to me. And then I begin the next chapter. Wendy and I will head to Maine in August. We will be there for three months, and I will return to the rocking chair with time to reflect on the changes that have happened, enjoy some fallow time, and see what emerges. I will be away from the church for two years, giving you all time to make the transition and prepare for new beginnings. My return to the church is not prescribed, and it will unfold over time. We will enter a new relationship with one another. When Coach Linda and I met last month for our second to last meeting, I told her how <laughs> two staff members came into my office right after the wonderful announcement that Reverend Laura Shenham was be joining the church. One took a spin around the office and said, gee, this is a nice office, maybe I'll move in. The second one came in and said, I've always loved that couch. Maybe it is all about moving the furniture. Or maybe, said Linda, it's all about letting go. I joked with her that I felt tethered to a dock while floating on an inner tube. On the dock were all of you, looking gorgeous like you do right now. Linda said, now imagine letting go of the rope and, and setting off and letting the current take you. It's time. And slowly, I drift away. We wave and we smile. My heart is so full of love and gratitude for all that you have given me and all that we have created together. I may be leaving the church, but you, you will never leave me. I turn and face the waters far off in the distance, beyond the islands up ahead. I see, I see a harbor, and I imagine meeting you there. I see a porch and, and plenty of wicker rocking chairs for us to gather around. We will share our stories of our adventures and the lessons we learn from learning to let go. It's a new beginning, and it's beautiful. There are moments in your life that stay.
I think my homily can wait for another day. Service is perfect as it is, and we have a closing hymn that I'd still love for us to sing together, in part because it's about these, it's a great hymn for these moments of transition and for the unknowing of them. And even though it's a hard one to learn, if you don't already know it, I think once you know it, you will find, as I do, that you find yourself singing it to yourself. Um, well, we'll see, you can tell me if you do. So it's in our teal hymnal, it's number 1020. I'm stalling a little so Jonathan can get on the drum kit upstairs. Let's rise and body your spirit as you're able and let's sing, whoa, yeah, yeah. invite us to put down our hymnals, but remain standing if you are standing, and if you feel comfortable, you might have to move a little to connect. I really don't want to give up this chance to get embodied again and connected. It's a little tougher today, but even stretching is good. Feel our bodies stretching as we are in so many ways to get connected back together in community. And now in our comings and our goings, may the light of love shine upon us. Now from within us, be gracious unto us and grant us peace. For this is the day we are given. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen.
Thank you.